Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of His word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, experts in engaging children with the word of God. Together, we will make sure that you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Hi, friends. Happy New Year. So glad to have you here at the You Can Tell the Children podcast. I'm your host, Meredith Steidler, and this is episode 72. It's been two weeks since we've touched base last, giving everyone a short break to enjoy their family and catch up on episodes you may have missed. So today, it's the perfect time to review our year with the Bible to School ministry and look forward in faith to what God is going to do in 2023. If you haven't already done so, please like and subscribe to this podcast. We have some incredible guests lined up for you this year. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Another great way to engage is by following us on social media at Bible to School and, of course, contacting us to learn more about bringing a Bible to School program to your public schools. You can do this by going to Bible2School.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com, and scrolling to the very bottom where you can select Contact Us, and someone will be in touch to get this conversation started. Thanks for listening in for fun, simple, and easy ways to tell the children in your life about Jesus. Your support keeps us going, and I just can't wait for you to hear the amazing stories Corey and Lee share today. Let's jump over to their conversation now. Well, hey, Corey, how are you today? Good, Lee. Really glad to be with you this new year. We can't wait for 2023 to start at Bywater School. I know. Happy New Year to all of us. So exciting to be at the beginning of what God is going to do. New Year's feel good, don't they? They do. You just reflect on the, the last year and start the new year and just talk about what God's doing in both places. Do you set goals, Corey? Are you, are you a resolutions girl? How do you do that? Yes, I do set some goals, but I set them low for myself. <laughs> yep, I hear that. Especially the exercise ones. I set those, those low. <laughs> I also set that bar low, but boy, Corey, when it comes to ministry, we refuse to lower that bar, don't we? Oh, amen. Because God just does abundantly more than we could ever ask or imagine. And that's why I love about January is that we get to look back and see what he has done. So I'm excited to share that today with you. Me too. I can't wait to talk about the ways that we saw God work in 2022 and kind of our prayer requests for how we would like to see God work or the ways that we feel him stirring us to lean in and pray really at the beginning of the year that he would work even more. So we're going to do that today. We're going to celebrate what he has done and pray about moving forward. I'm in. I'm I'm ready. And I, I am excited because Man, all the listeners out there, we just want to thank you for being part of our podcast, being part of our discussions. We have some really cool people this past year that have been part of the You Can Tell the Children podcast, and we've been growing and growing and growing. I guess that's our first praise here is that we've been growing a couple hundred people every month. So we are very excited to reach different states and countries, but also that because we're saying you can tell the children and people 
get intimidated by that. And we're hopefully make it easier for people to do that. We've had lots of good stories about it. I love that. Actually, I heard you quantify the number of children that are hearing about Jesus each week. Can you tell me about that? Sure. This year, we had 42% more children signing up for Bible to school in the public school for during the public school day that they're coming out of school. They're learning about Jesus over their lunch and recess, usually, typically. And we were just blown away. It's almost 1,600 children across Pennsylvania and, and the nation. And we just can't believe it. I mean, a normal growth Lee is like, like maybe under 10% is really, really good. But 42%? That's that, mind-blowing. That would be God, right? That would totally yeah. be God. Oh, that's so, so much growth there. But it's not just kids. It's our number of classes too, right? Like there are groups popping up all over. Oh, yeah. We, In fact, we have some starting this month. People who say, well, I, I didn't get in time for September to start. That Can we start after Christmas? And we say, absolutely. And they're working hard all fall to gather their resources, gather their volunteers, and you know, talk with the principals, get their community teams together. I mean, it takes a it takes a community to do this, and and we make it as easy as possible for people to do this in their public school. And I was talking with a gentleman yesterday at a meeting, and he said, "Now you only do this in Pennsylvania." I'm like, "No, this is every state in the union can do this, and it's the best kept secret in America." So. Growing, it's exciting to see, you know, a 20% more classes offered. But here's the kicker, Lee. This is our incredible praise. And, and since I've been doing this over 12 years, we've always had over half of the children have no church home. But now it's two-thirds of the children. So it's grown even after COVID. People are searching. Parents are searching for ways to get morality and spiritual good things into their kids. And hey, we got the Bible. What's better than that? And so they they sign their kids up, even though they might not attend church or they don't have time for church. They sign them up in the middle of a week, in the middle of a school day, once a week for an hour. They don't have to pick them up or drop them off. And two thirds of our kids have no, just are hearing about Jesus for the first time. Like last month. I mean, there were kids who had no clue what Christmas was for. Not, and they were just like, what, what is that? We, we just thought it was like presents. And we're like, no, there's a real man that came to the earth and he was God's son. And he loved you so much that he came to the earth and he died for you. And just for you. And they're like, for me? For, just for me? I didn't even know God knew my name. I, one little girl said that. And so it's just a very, very exciting thing. The other thing, Lee, is that we had inquiries. So there's a lot of people talking to us right now. We were had the blessing of, this is a big blessing. We were on Family Talk, which is uh, James Dobson, Dr. James Dobson's national radio show. And we're still getting calls about that. So over 25 states have called us and moms and grandparents. And I mean, and they're saying the same thing. You can do this? You can teach the Bible to public school children during their actual academic school day? And we say, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Well, Corey, that is incredible, number one. But number two, we really have to have people whose hearts are for the children, hearts mm -hmm. who are bent towards what God 
could do. And that's our volunteers. I mean, they're the ones who make this happen, right? Yes. And that's what I, I like to have a shout out to all the volunteers in any kid ministry, not just Bible to school, but on the churches or in after school programs or before school programs, you are doing it. You are doing, you're the hands and feet of Jesus out there. And our volunteers just, they, they go above and beyond. We have volunteers that go to the kids' plays and they meet the parents. They go to their soccer games and cheer them on. I mean, that's what the church does. They go out into the community and they build relationships and they know they are Christians by their love, right? How do you show love with kids? You spend time with them. Love equals time. And so I just can't say enough about these volunteers. I wanted to also say our donors, our our people who give monthly and financially, they sacrifice every month to give of their money, give of their financial resources so that we can do this and so that we can even do can even do this podcast, Lee. So I'd like to have a shout out to them as well, because we can't do this without them either. We just are so blessed with volunteers, donors that are saying, you know what? God's work, kingdom work comes first. I love to hear all the different ways that people are finding them out about Bible to School. It's so fun. It's coming in every direction right now. And so thank you so much to our friends who are telling the story of Bible to School to others because it's working, Corey. I mean, our number one way that groups are getting started is by referrals. People who know about this ministry and love it and say, hey, I think this is what you need. Yeah, it's definitely word of mouth. I mean, that is how people get to know this. I mean, they might hear our podcast, but they're sharing it or they're talking to somebody saying, oh, I know somebody who really loves, is excited about their school. They might want to hear about what's going on so or how to do this. Well, Corey, I think one of the ways that happens the best is when we actually tell people what God is doing in Bible school. And I mean, you have God's stories that give me chills. So I just want you to go ahead and share some God stories with me. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to School kids. How do you ask Jesus to be part of your life? At Bible to School, we use a child-friendly acronym to explain how to ask Jesus to be part of your life forever. We call it the CBAs. C stands for confess. Everyone needs to confess that you've sinned and made bad choices. B stands for believe. Believe that Jesus died for the forgiveness of your sins. A stands for ask. Ask God to forgive your sins and ask Him to be a part of your life forever. Confess, believe, and ask. CBA, that's it. Simple language to convey a profound foundation for faith. Continued Bible study of God's Word and discipleship will continue to build truths on this foundation so young faith can grow and deepen, starting with the CBAs. I just want you to go ahead and share some God stories with us. Well, I'll tell you, Lee, the God stories this year are definitely a lot of them. And I've got, there's little categories that's been happening, like they, they fall into. And the first one is how these kids who have not heard, I told you those 60%, those two thirds that have not heard, the things that they're saying are amazing. Like this one little boy doesn't attend church, second grader, never heard of David and Goliath, right? And so he, his leader was on the bus with them and said, hey, man, you're going to love this. This story is going to blow your mind. And his response was, it's so precious. He said, 
I'm sure it will. But you've been blowing my mind for the past three months. He walked away saying, oh, my gosh, he, everything is new to him. Everything. Oh. He's, he's on his on his edge. That's so cool. Listening. Another second grader shared that the best thing he ever learned at Bible to school was that God loves him no matter what. He said, I never knew who God was. I'm definitely coming back next year. Mm, Lori, <laughs> I have tears in my eyes right now because there is no one like our God. And for kids to get to experience that unconditional love, especially kids that are walking through hard things too. So powerful. We used to, when you say that, that this one little girl, one of the first days of Bible to school this year, her and her small group leader were on a, on a they were on a bus ride to, cause you have to go off site for Bible to school to be legal so, during the day. So they were riding back and a second grader, she was sharing with this adult. She was happily saying, oh my gosh, I got a Kit Kat bar in my, in my lunch today. And she, and she said, well, what, you know, who packs your lunch? And she said, well, my grandfather packs my lunch. I haven't seen my dad since I was a baby, but my mom is in a wheelchair and the doctors aren't sure what's wrong with her. And there was so much worry in this little girl's voice and just sharing with being like a safe place in the middle of the day to talk to somebody, a, a caring adult about that. And the small group leader said to her, you know, asked her if she ever prayed for her mom. And this little girl said, sadly, she said, no, I don't know how to pray. And the leader, of course, had a big grin on her face and said, well, I'm going to show you. And the two prayed together for her mom before she got off the bus. And what a relief that is to be able to, you know, spend time with these children, hear their hearts, hear what's going on and what their worries are, and then being able to hold their hand and teach them to pray and, and take, the, take it to God. It's just God is working big time on that stuff. Corey, you and I both spend a lot of the day in prayer because we have big concerns. We have right. big concerns for our world, for our kids, for the environment. And just to, to know that we have a God that listens to us. Oh, Corey, I think we take that so for granted. I am so excited that little girl knows where to take those concerns now. Well, it's not just the kids that don't know Christ that are being impacted. It's the kids that do know him and want to impact their families who don't. And that I thought was a very interesting kind of category of God stories. And, and for those who are wondering what God stories are, those are things that only God can do. We look at that and we, we just say, we're going to share those with everybody. It's the full circle kind of impact. And there's a second grader who attended Bible to school and she heard a lesson on Abraham. And the teacher puts on the, the, a visual on the wall, a big penny. And she gives all the kids little pennies too. And they talk about trust and they say, what's, what's on this penny? And they say, it's in God we trust. And they talk about the story of Abraham and how he trusted God and that how we need to. And that the teacher says to put, put the penny in your pocket to remind you that you can trust God. And so she was so impacted that she, she, gave, she told her mom, she went home and told her mom and showed her the penny. And her mom was like, well, that's cool. I'm going to do that too. So she put a penny in her own pocket and cool. she said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that too. And they had gone to church. And there was a friend of theirs, an older friend of theirs, who was teaching Sunday school for the first time and was nervous as she was a grandmother. And the mother said, hey, well, my daughter, you know, goes to Bible to school. And she told me this story about the penny, you know, Abraham. She said, here, here's a penny. Why don't you use that too? 
So the, the, the woman put that in her pocket and then she said, wait a minute, I volunteer at Bob Wooder School. I should know this story. And so it kind of came full circle that the little girl from Bob Wooder School was ministering to one of the volunteers that goes to Bible, that does Bible to school. So it was, it was an, an amazing, you know, just one child impacted not one, but two adults with how to trust God. So that was a, that was a cool story. Another little one, again, elementary school told his leader, you know, he started attending Bible school because he just wanted to see what it was like. And in the second day of class, he said to his leader, will you be at this church tomorrow? And the leader's like, you know, well, no, I'll, but I'll be here on Sunday. Do you want to come? And this, and the little boy said, "Yes, I want to come." And and mm-hmm. the leader was able to meet them, meet him at the church and and build relationships. It was really really cool. Another little girl. I know I keep going on and on, Lee. I don't let you get a word in edgewise, but I can't help it. She registered. Well, first of all, her mother didn't know how to register for Bible to school, and the little girl took the bull by the horns and she went and made sure she got registered. She gave her, you know, gave the registration to her mom. And the leader ended up calling the mom and asking a question. And her mom, her mom told her, she said, you know, my daughter's been asking questions about God. And I'm so glad for Bible to school because we don't know how to answer them. And what she comes mm. home with, you know, we absolutely discuss as a family and we're able to learn about God together. So it just was an impact of the friends, the family. It's really, really cool. I love that. I imagine if they're having the courage to share that with their family, that they probably have the courage to share with their friends too, right? Right. I just have one, I have two more God stories to share. This one little boy, in the first day of Bible to school, we give them a comic book Bible. It has pictures in, they love it. Sometimes some kids can't read yet very well. So this little boy came back the next week and his leader said, where's your, where's your comic book Bible? And he said, well, I don't have it anymore. I gave it to my neighbor down the street who doesn't know about Jesus. I love that so much. Yeah. And then my last story is a story that's really dear to my heart. It's a friend of mine. She and her daughter, they pray for her friends and they pray to be an impact to her friends. And last year, her little daughter was on the bus and there was a thunderstorm and it was really loud and crashing. And this little, her friend was scared and she started to pray. And her friend said, what are you doing? And she said, well, I'm praying to God because she said, I don't know, God, can you show me? And she led her to Christ right on the bus, this little one. And that was last year. This year, they were praying about another friend. And that friend started coming to Bible to school just last week. So you pray for these kids, you pray for your kids to be a witness, to be an impact. And they do that. God, God uses all of them. And he is just so, so good. He is so, so good. Corey, we're not leaving 2022 in the dust either. We're just so excited about the year ahead and the way that God is going to show up. But I think it's really important that we invite our friends to pray alongside of us for what God could do and what we're asking him to do in the new year. Do you have some focuses that you are specifically praying for this year? Yes, we do. We really believe strongly in unity in the church and unity among ministries out there. We love praying with our friends uh, that are other ministries, but we know that our big focus is to get biblical truth to children in our public schools and, and to keep on going. And for those in the, that are doing that, lots of good organizations, good churches out there are doing that. We are just one of the ways to do that that's very effective. But we just want everyone to be able to get as many children as we can 
to learn biblical truth, to plant that seed. So that's a big prayer for us, for all of our ministry partners and friends. The second thing we want to pray about is that in order to grow at Bible to School, one of our, everybody says, what do you need the most? What do you need the most? We need volunteers. We need people to step up and say, uh, there's a program in my town. I want, I need to step up and do that two hours a week. And to be a small group leader, not a lot of time, but man, you can lead a whole group to Christ. You can lead a whole a child to Christ. So that, if, but if there's not one in your town, contact us and, and step up and learn, explore about what would it be like to have one at your elementary school? And who do you know, if it's not you, who do you know that would be able to help build a team and we could give them tools and equip them to do it? Because we want this in every school in the nation, Lee. That is our heart. And it's usually moms, dads, grandparents to bring it to the public school right down their street. We need people who have a Bible to school program in their town to volunteer. And we need people to bring Bible to school to their town. For so many uncovered schools right now that we really want to see come on board. We know that there are kids in these schools filled with kids who don't know Jesus. So that's what we're praying, right? I mean, yes. you already know I'm praying this audacious prayer that we would go all 50 states. And so we have people praying in states right now. We do. We have 10 states where we have prayer warriors in that it's praying ahead of Bible to school to the, that God could pave the way. We love more. So if, you, if you're a prayer warrior out there, contact us. We would love to if there's no prayer warrior in your state, we would love to have you be part of our prayer team nationwide. The other thing is, if you don't, if you can't volunteer during the day, you could be a financial supporter. Talk to us about that because any little bit helps, Lee. And uh, these kids, you know, we need to buy, they need to buy Bibles. We need to do all kinds of things to make this work because it's off-site. It's it's not that easy to do. But man, we try to make it as easy as possible. Like I said, it's the best kept secret in America, but we can bring the word of God to children as part of their school day. Well, Corey, we are blown away about the growth that we're experiencing. And you and I marvel about that all the time. It's been so fun to watch this 42% growth happen to us. There've been some growing pains because 42% growth brings opportunities, but man, it's worth every single pain point to see all these kids coming to know Jesus. Yes, a sacrifice, but it's a beautiful sacrifice. And uh, we definitely, if you want to be close to God, this is my mess, final message is, if you want to be close to God, find where he's working and join him there. And whether that's Bible to school or your local church ministry or school ministry, whether it's Bible to School or it's your local church or it's another organization to reach children, do it. They want to know. They want to know who God is. Mm. Well, Corey, let's go ahead and praise God and pray for the year ahead. Love to do that. Father God, Lord, thank you so much for these God stories. You are the God of the universe. You don't have to show us these things, but you do. You show us where you're working to encourage us. Thank you for each and every one of these children that share with their friends, with their family. Thank you for each volunteer, each donor that give of their me time, give of their me funding to make sure that children hear about your gospel. 
hear about the good news of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the growth. Thank you for the inquiries all over the country. Keep them coming, Lord. Just keep them coming uh, because we know that this is your ministry and this is your kingdom. And we just want to be a part of it. We want to be a part of this kingdom work. Lord, we pray for those who are doing good works with children. And we ask for unity among our organizations that we can work together in a community. Lord, we ask you to bring more people. The workers are few, Lord, but the harvest is so plenty. And we see that. We saw that in 2022, and we're going to see it again in 2023. We just ask you to bring those volunteers, bring the donors, and Lord, thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who Mm -hmm. died for us, who, like one little boy said, I didn't know he knew my name. Lord, you know each of our names. You love us, and you love these children. Lord, let us help each of these people that are listening and those around us to tell the children of your great love. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Happy New Year, Corey. Happy New Year, Lee. Well, I'm leaving here today super encouraged by all those God stories we just heard. And a quick shout out to you as our listener. Thank you for helping spread the word about the Bible to School program. You heard Lee. Referrals are the number one way people learn that it's legal and possible to bring God's truth to students who attend public school during their school day. Is this the first time you heard that Bible to School was offered outside of Pennsylvania? Let's work together to ensure this no longer remains, as Corey said, the best kept secret. Since Bible to School is available nationwide, what part can you play in sharing this good news? Do the elementary schools in your area have a program up and running? Volunteer your time just once a week. Don't see that a Bible to School is offered in your area? Contact us and we'll help you get one started. Don't think this job is for you. You have connections to your community that can pave the way to invite others to come on board with us. Is your calendar full, but you love to pray? Consider being a prayer warrior in your state. Don't let this fire slow down. Go to Bible2School.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com and select Contact Us to get this conversation going and increase the spread of the gospel to children during their school day. One other way to fan this flame is to share this podcast episode. Would you consider sending it to at least one other friend this week? You'd be so surprised how quickly one share increases our reach. Finally, did you know that biological gender is visible through our skeleton? Join me here next week as Corey and Dr. Rivera discuss this and other ways that science confirms the Bible. Until then, Keep praising and praying for the kids in your life as you remember that you can tell them about Jesus.